Do you have permission to write? Do you have permission to succeed at writing? It's the questions we're talking about today here on the Author Alchemist podcast, episode 37. Thanks for joining me. I'm Kimbu, the host of the Author Alchemist podcast. I'm bringing my years of experience as both a fan fiction writer and a professionally published author to the problem we all love to hate, the act of writing. You can't improve on something that doesn't exist, which means the most important thing you can do is simply write. Anything. Just write something. I'm here to help you do that. Today we're talking about permission. Not just the permission to write, which is sometimes difficult for us to find within ourselves, no matter how much we want to write the thing that we are working on, it sometimes can become a real challenge to put off other things in order to accomplish the writing, whether those other things be something as mundane as laundry, or as important as spending time with family, or even dealing with health issues. But I'm not just talking about that today. One of the resources I set aside a while ago is a lovely lyrical essay written by the author Alyssa Altman back in 2016. So obviously I've been holding on to this for quite a while. And I really loved what she had to say. The actual title of the essay is Writing and the Permission to Succeed, the Intersection of Art and shame. It's not a very long essay. I will be linking it in the show notes. It's worth a read. She quotes some other people. She uh, talks about a few of her own personal experiences, but it's really just a wonderful essay that pokes at these issues a little bit and then offers some great advice. I really was touched by this essay, and so I wanted to make it the focus of a whole podcast, and that's what we're doing today. I do like how she differentiated between the permission to write and the permission to succeed at writing. They are two different things, and I think a lot of times in our community, when we talk about motivation and we talk about putting your butt in the chair and writing something and get the writing done and get to writing, we are working on the problem of permission to write. And that's important. And you hear me talk about it a lot, finding time to write, working on your own sense of self, giving yourself the permission to do the thing that you want to be doing. But it is different from the permission to succeed. This was really hit home to me recently talking about stories about mothers <laughs> I come from a generation or a group of people. I'm not really sure it's generational, but it seems to me that quite a lot of my friends and certainly me, myself, and I dealt with narcissistic mothers. We were taught very young to not outshine our mothers in any way because that would take the spotlight off of them. It doesn't matter whether the children 
me or any of my friends were actually better at certain things or not than the mothers in question. But we were really encouraged to both try to be wonderful and beautiful and successful in all the things that we do, because that would that reflected glory would shine back on our mothers. But we were also told not to be too successful. We weren't allowed to take that to the next step and be our own independent person. To do so would be to invite abandonment. Which is the phrase that uh, Altman uses in her essay that really caught me when she wrote it. It's a little bit later in the essay. I'm skipping over some of the earlier parts. Obviously, I'm not going to like read the whole essay to you, but I wanted to talk about the idea that to disregard shame is to disregard our fears of abandonment. Too often we align the concept of success with the approval that we get from other people. Those can be our mothers, for some of us. For others, it might be book reviewers. It might be readers. It might be editors. There's a long list of people we can disappoint, I'm afraid, in this world. And that's part of the problem, because when you inevitably come up against that wall of disappointment, of not getting the approval that you were seeking, then it can result in strong feelings of shame. We have put into other people's hands our permission to succeed. For some people that could be about making money. I was just listening to one story uh, on a podcast where an author was talking about making more money as an author than her mother had made as an author and how that resulted in a lot of discordance in the relationship. I think about my own mother who really wanted me to be a writer, who pushed me to be a writer, who claimed I was a prodigy, whose whole focus was in developing a talented daughter that she could claim as her success in life. But on the flip side, I was never allowed to know more about her than writing. And if she were still alive these days, I can tell, I know for a fact, based on our history, that she would be very disdainful of the writing that I actually do. Since I'm a genre writer, a romance writer, I remember sitting around the kitchen table at some point and her making fun of romance novels and how stupid romance novel writers are and how untalented they are and how she could write a romance novel with her eyes closed if she deigned to try. So, you know, there's a little bit of emotion I've got wrapped up in that. And it results in me feeling shame over the success I do have in my writing. One of the things I really liked that Altman did was compare that fear of success in a way to stage fright by what she meant was that that feeling of hollowness when you're doing something and it's somehow wrong even if it isn't wrong even if you're not really making a mistake even if your stage fright is just your fear of making a mistake when you actually go out on stage and perform flawlessly stage fright's still going to be there 
Our fear of success, in much the same way, haunts us before we even start writing. And that's why it's connected to the permission to write, because it's often a first hurdle that we have to overcome as we challenge that sense of shame. So the question becomes, what then? If you're aware that you don't feel like you have permission to succeed, what do you do? I think the first step, as always, whether you're in therapy or listening to this podcast, is to identify what the real issue is. When we talk about permission to succeed, that could be permission to tell your story, despite the fact that there are other people who might be angry at you for telling that story, whether it's because a memoir that uh, doesn't show somebody in a flattering light, or it's because you're writing in a genre that other people find distasteful or beneath you, whatever the case may be, identify that. Try to focus on that. Sit down with it for a little while and go, where is this coming from? I wrote yesterday, but now I'm just feeling really bad about what I did write and I don't want to edit it and I don't want to write the next section to it. Am I not giving myself permission to write? Or am I not giving myself permission to succeed at what I've already been writing? From that point, it's a little bit trickier, as all good things are. Altman puts it in the words of flouting shame. And I like how she put it, so I'm going to read it to you here. To flout shame, to poke it in the eye, is to invite abandonment. As writers and artists, we depend on the external to feed us after our solitary days at work. To violate that compact feels like sure death. In truth, it is life. It's that last part that's the important part. In truth, it is life. To flout shame is to acknowledge our internal passions and our goals and our hopes and our dreams without waiting for somebody else to give us approval for that. At the start of the essay, she quotes an interview with Toni Morrison, who, when asked about who gave her permission to write, Morrison answered, no one. What I needed permission to do was succeed at it. The only person who can really give you that permission is yourself. It's a real hard lesson to accept. I think for me, it took uh, decades, we could say. I think it's quite plausible that it took me 20 years, along with everything else going on in my life, to really accept that the kind of stories I want to tell were not the kind of stories my mother would have approved of in any way, shape, or form. I had to acknowledge that, understand it, and then put it in a box along with my other memories of my mother and allow myself the point to say, I have permission to succeed as a writer of these stories. I have permission to write. I make time for that. I acknowledge that. But I also have permission to take my stories to the next level, to complete them, refine them, and share them with other people. Is there still... A sense of shame there sometimes. Of course there is. You don't get over these things right away, right? Like, 
Oh, man, all my years of therapy. I still deal with the whole mother issues. I highly suggest the book Discovering the Inner Mother by Bethany Webster. It was very revealing for me, answered a lot of questions, and talks about these issues in a lot more in depth. But, of course, there's a lot of other resources out there. That's just one. I'll include a link to that in the show notes as well. But whatever you do, definitely go read Altman's essay, because it really is telling how you react to it. And there's just so much there in every little pawn mot of, of a paragraph in, that you can unravel and look at and examine. It's just a beautiful meditation on writing, the act of writing, the permission to write, and shame. So if nothing else, I hope I've convinced you to go check out that particular essay. That's it for this week. I am actually recovering from my next second booster shot. So kind of taking it easy for me now once I get this in the can. But then I'll be back next week as usual. I invite you, of course, to check out my website. I've got the freebie, uh, Write to Market or Not, for people who've been writing fan fiction and wonder if their original fiction is marketable enough to sell. Answers may surprise you. So that's a freebie. So please sign up for that. Uh, There's a link for it on my homepage on my website. And of course, I have my courses. I'm adding another course soon, uh, which is a little takeaway from the larger out from fanfic course. And I've also got some other things on deck, which I'm going to be talking about in a future episode. Looking forward to that. Meantime, I've got my polyamorous fantasy dragons book on the downhill run. I only have about uh, five, 8,000 words left to write on that one. And we're at the big climactic battle scene. And it's, it's wild. I'm having trouble keeping track of where everybody is, but that's the nature of writing. And I'm really happy with the book. So going to go work on that for a little while. So thanks for coming with me on this journey. I will talk to you next week. Until then, it's time to get some writing done. Thanks for listening to me ramble on about writing here on the Author Alchemist podcast. I'm Kim New York, and I hope this episode has helped clear away the cobwebs from your inspiration. For more podcasts and other tools, including self-paced online courses, please visit my website at www.authoralchemist.com, no dashes, or email me at kimboo, K-I-M, B-O-O at authoralchemist.com. I'd love to read your questions and feedback. Now, time to get some writing done.